Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a very special edition of Electrified. I'm Eric Lyons, and this is episode three. It's Monday. It is Monday. It's not Thursday. You know, we're not, you know, we're not switching up the days. You didn't miss a whole week. No, it's Monday. I just couldn't wait. So this is episode three, but today is a one topic show. It's a very rare, already rare three episodes in edition of Electrified. This is the Canelo versus Triple G review special. I watched the fight. I enjoyed the fight. And man, we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about the scoring, the difference between the first fight and the second fight, everything everybody's saying, all the, you know, all the controversies around the fight. We're going to get all up and through it, man. So get ready. Let's do it. Let's talk. Before I even begin my analysis, I just want to say that was probably the best fight I've seen in the past five years. Man, we got two dudes who at the top of their game, the top of the middleweight division, fighting for belt and fighting for pride and just out of dislike for each other. It was intense from the first bell to the last bell. Round one through twelve. It was a high action contest. And once again, it could have went either way. With that being said, let's talk about the difference between the first fight and the second fight. See, the first fight could have went either way as well. But with it being a draw, if you wanna if you do wanna say a decision a decision could have been made, first fight could have went the triple G. I say that because Triple G controlled the pace of that fight. Canelo was on the ropes a lot, and he was on defense a lot, meaning he wasn't throwing his hands. He wasn't the busy opponent in the first fight. And you can make a case for Canelo saying that he won the fight, but it was a very close fight. Canelo landed his shots, but he was picking his shots. Both of them were were more not – they weren't aggressive the first fight. It was more of a filling out and just not trying to make a mistake and not trying to get knocked out. And also in the first fight, I don't think anybody was really trying to knock each other out. It was more of a respectful boxing match. And, you know, if it happens, it happens. But in the first fight, you could just tell Canelo was gun shy and Triple G was walking him down a lot. But Triple G wasn't, he didn't look like his other opponents. Like it didn't look like it was going to be an easy night. And it wasn't because Canelo moved around and he's, he's not used to a lot of that movement because a lot of the fighters that Triple G had fought in the past will stand right in front of him and take that beating and get knocked out. But, you know, Canelo's an elite fighter and he's not going to stand in front of you. It, that's not his fight. You know, he'll trade with you, but Canelo's moving around the ring. He was rolling his shoulder in the first fight like Floyd. And, you know, that made for a more difficult fight to score because it wasn't too much to really base off of with there being so little action, being as though both of them weren't really throwing their hands that much. And, you know, throughout the early rounds, Triple G did run away with the fight, and then Canelo just sort of appeared in the middle of the fight and took most of the second half in the first fight that like Canelo took. So that could have been drove. You could go 6-4. I mean, excuse me. Seven, seven, five, triple G, yeah. six, uh, six, 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 five. You know, that, that fight was close. 
So a draw is, you know, a draw is to be expected in a fight like that. And then, you know, if you want to talk boxing politics, you want to talk money, yeah, a draw is going to ultimately lead to what we got last night, which was the second fight. And, you know, that's that's boxing. And when you get two megastars that are, you know, when it's really not that many other megastars in, the, in that division right now, why not? It's money. It's pay-per-view, 90, 90 bucks a, a pop order and you know you're in vegas they got fans that selling t-mobile right now no problem so that takes me to the second fight saturday night was a much different fight i saw two dudes who legitimately wanted to knock the their opponent's head off that's what i saw i saw that i saw that from the ring ring walk you know canelo came out and it's all black he came out in the all black. It was. It looked like it was going to be a funeral. And, and Triple G, you know, he came out real calm and confident, as usual. But in this fight, Canelo was very, very aggressive from the start. He was walking Triple G down, walking through his punches, and just letting his hands go. And he was catching Triple G with some mean counters, man, like quick counters, like, he moved his head, pop, pop, one, two, one, two. And the body shots was just, Canelo put so much water in the basement. For, the, for those who don't know what putting water in the basement is, it's when you go downstairs on an opponent and beat their body up. So he put a lot of water in the basement where in the late rounds, it looked like Triple G wanted to go. And then and I, I know on episode two, I said, I called Canelo winning with a 10th round stoppage. And it looked like it could have went that way. Because Triple G was tired. And he wasn't only tired from taking so many body shots. He was tired because Canelo was moving his head a lot and making Triple G miss. He was. But with that being said, Triple G did land his shots. Triple G landed some big uppercuts. He landed some big shots in the late rounds. I can't really say that he hurt Canelo. He did stand him up for a quick second, and I think it was in the 10th or the 11th. He did stand Canelo up, but Canelo recovered really fast. He never really had Canelo hurt. Canelo didn't really use the ropes until the late rounds when he started running out of gas. He was in the middle of the ring trading blows with Triple G. And Triple G let his hands go more. But Triple G looked old. I will say that Triple G looked like he looked his age on Saturday. And you could tell Canelo was the younger fighter being 28. You could tell. And it looked like Canelo used that to his advantage. And it was just a different fight. It was a good fight. They were both beaten up. It could have went either way again. But the first fight and the second fight were two different fights. First fight was more, they were more cautious, more methodical. Second fight, it was aggression, all hands, let's do it. Who wants to win? That's 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 the difference between the first and the second fight. Aggression and caution. And I can't even say we saw 24 rounds. That was two different fights. It wasn't a continuation of what we saw in 2017. This was a brand new fight, and I enjoyed it. Okay, let's get into some of these numbers, some of the stats provided to us by CompuBox. Okay, let's take a look. So once again, in this fight, Triple G outlanded Canelo, and he also threw more punches. But he was not the more accurate opponent. 
Triple G threw 879 punches, landed 234, totaling at 26.6%, while Canelo threw 622, landed 202 at 32.5%. Total jabs from Triple G thrown 547, landed 118 at 21%. Canelo threw 256, landing 58 at 23%. And then power punches is where Canelo outpunched Triple G, where Canelo threw 366 power punches and landed 143 at 39.1%. And Triple G threw 332 and landed 116 at 34.9%. So what does that tell you? It doesn't really tell you much unless you watch a fight. What it tells you is, okay, Triple G landed more punches, but he missed He missed a lot. Canelo was more accurate than Triple G. He didn't throw many. He didn't throw as many, but he was more accurate. He also landed more power punches. And that's the thing here. That's the thing with the judges. It's all about perception. You got three judges, and they all sit three different sides of the ring. So they see different things, and it's not like they're watching them on TV as well. So if I'm sitting on one side and I see the way Canelo or Triple G's head snaps back after a punch or two, I'm going to look like, oh, wow. Hmm, that was interesting. You know what I'm saying? It's not about what we see. We see everything. Judges don't see everything. It's all about perception. And Canelo landed more power shots. You can see that. He was right. He was rocking. He was rocking Triple G. He was. And, you know, it's all about who can make it. Canelo made it more dramatic of a fight. You know, he threw. He was throwing the kitchen at Triple G, and it was landing. A lot of that was landing. Triple G did work the jab the whole fight. He did work his jab. That kept Canelo at a distance at times when Canelo wasn't in his face. The jab was effective, and, you know, he landed, outlanded him on the jabs, threw more jabs. But when it comes down to it, it's – I don't want to say it's about accuracy. I don't want to say that because we just watched Danny Garcia lose as the more accurate fighter. So I can't even say that. It's just – I don't know. The numbers, the numbers really don't decide the fights. At all, at always, they don't always decide the fights. The numbers don't, as far as combi bots. If we're looking at scorecards, yeah. The scorecards isn't really, scorecards is what the judges see. You know, it's not, they're not statisticians. You know, they're not combi bots. But when we, we look at the numbers throughout the fight and look at round by round, who's throwing more, who's landing more, you know, that's, that's different. And the numbers in this fight are telling, you know, just like the first fight, Triple G threw more, landed more, but Canelo, again, was the more accurate fighter. And it's all about what you think the term is a winner, because it, that's why we had to draw the first time. And in this fight, it looked like Canelo was more aggressive, and it looked like he had a better chance of knocking Triple G out. But then you see Triple G in the 10th and 11th. He looked like he wanted to close the show. So it could have went either way, but Canelo was more accurate. And you could see it wasn't like he wasn't in there like he was missing a lot. Like the shots he missed were big shots, like haymakers. Like they were wide shots. Triple G was missing a lot of straight on shots, like close hooks, 
quick jabs. Canelo was dodging everything, bro. Like, Canelo was making it look like, you know, he fought a very different fight. He was fighting his fight, and he made Triple G fight his fight. That's the big difference here as well. He made Triple G fight his fight. So, yeah, it wasn't – it was it was different on the score. It was different on the copy box numbers. And, you know, that's that's just numbers, man. It's numbers. If you watch the fight, you know, it'll be free. It'll be free this coming weekend. So everybody can go get a taste of what they may have missed out on and, you know, generate their own opinion opinion on who they think won the fight. But that's the copy box numbers. And, you know, you know what they say, numbers don't lie. But, hey. All right, here we go. Let's get to the decision. Canelo Alvarez won the fight in a majority decision that went all 12 rounds, and the judges scored it. Judge Dave Moretti scored it 115-113 for Canelo. Judge Steve Weisfeld scored it 115-113 for Canelo. And Judge Glenn Feldman scored it 114-114 in a result of a draw, leading to a majority decision for the winner, the new middleweight, WBC middleweight champion of the world, Canelo Alvarez. All right. I agree with the decision, one, the decision 100%. I don't disagree with the decision. And let me tell you why. Oh, man, here we go. Canelo was the more aggressive fighter. He was whooping Triple G throughout their fight. Like, it did not look like Canelo was hurt at any point in the fight until the end when Triple G was throwing those, I got to knock this man out in order to win this fight blows. That's that's what it looked like to me. When he went to his corner in between the eighth and the, I believe it was between the, eight, between the ninth and the tenth, maybe the eighth and the ninth uh, round, his trainer told him, you got to knock him out. We're losing here. You got to knock him out. We're losing here. That doesn't sound like somebody who's confident in the scorecards. No way. No way your trainer tell you that you have to go knock somebody else out because you're losing. No. No way. No way. No way you thought you won that fight. No. No way that anybody could think he won that fight when his own trainer was telling him that he had to go basically go throw the kitchen sink at that man. And he did. And it did nothing. It did nothing. Canelo ate those shots. It was Thanksgiving in September. The boy was eating them, bro. I wouldn't lie to you. Go check the tape. Go watch that. Okay? Triple G was was hitting this man with so many uppercuts when he was when he was throwing them uppercuts one uppercut that caught him and his head snapped back canelo just kept moving forward after that <laughs> delicioso like come on bro if that was anybody else they would have been asleep all those bums triple g has fought over the years bro they had paper mache chins that boy canelo got a chin made out of vibranium vibranium and he had to go to wakanda to get it you feel me I don't think y'all feel me. That boy was eating a lot of shots. He was walking forward the whole fight. He didn't need to go on the ropes and play. No. Let's do it. Throw your hands. Bro, it was so evident that Canelo was the aggressor throughout the fight with the body blows. 
he kept him at bay with the body blows, bro. And they was cuffing. <laughs> That's what it looked like. It sounded like. It was like he was like, <laughs> it was it was hurting him, bro. It was hurting him. Triple G was so tired. He was in his corner breathing out of his mouth. He was breathing out of his mouth during a fight. He was tired. And that just helped Canelo to go upstairs and mark his face up and cut him. <sighs> Man, I don't understand how anybody could think that Triple G won that fight. It was close, but it wasn't that close. You're not about to sit and tell me that you honestly think Triple G could have won that fight 116. So what they say, well, somebody had it in the article I read, somebody said like 116, 111. Where? Where? What fight did y'all watch? What fight did you watch? That's not the fight I watched. I didn't see that. I didn't see that. I could see it as a draw, maybe. Or 115, 113 Canelo, like the judges said. Come on, man. Come on, man. No way. It was some rounds where it was, you know, one-sided, and then one of my steal it in the last in the latter part of the round, maybe the last minute. But that was a Canelo Alvarez fight. I don't think they heard me with that one. I think they missed what I was saying right there. That wasn't a Triple G fight. That was a Canelo Alvarez fight. The first fight was a Triple G fight. Triple G was the stalker. And he was the he was the uh the aggressor. And Canelo was the boxer. But in this fight, Canelo was the stalker. Canelo was the aggressor. Triple G was the prey in the box. Triple G had to get on his bicycle. Triple G had to backpedal. Triple G had to pick and choose his shots. Triple G was on the ropes. Not Canelo. Canelo looked like a different fighter, bro. Canelo looked like he just looked different. He looked different. It didn't look like a regular Triple G fight. Like Canelo asked in, in the 24-7, who, who, how many champions is he fought? Canelo's only loss is to Floyd. And y'all think he lost last night? How? How? How did he lose? When did he lose? What rounds do you think Triple G totally won? Nothing nothing in that early part. No way. Canelo was way more aggressive, man. Walked him down. Yeah, he got caught. He got caught a couple times, but he didn't get hurt. Triple G looked like he was ready to go see the Lord in that 10th round. He did. Body shots was adding up. He caught Canelo, made him stand up. And he got he got his he let his hands go a little bit. But it wasn't nothing that could have sent that man to go see the Lord. He wasn't ready to go see God. He was fine. No way. No way during that fight you thought you won. Twelfth round. You know, twelfth round is when you let, you know, balls to the wall, you let your hands go no matter what. Because you gotta win. You if you in your mind, if you don't think you up on those cards, you're trying to knock your opponent out. And Maybe you just want to close the show. It looked like Triple G wanted was was fighting for survival and was fighting to win the fight. But it didn't even look like he wanted to. It looked like Canelo just wanted to close the show. Canelo wanted to close the show and get the people a knockout. It got to the point in the 12th round where Triple G was backing up so much. Canelo had stopped walking and put his hands down like, bro, what you doing? Come on, throw your hands. This is all we got. That's all we got. We, we done waited a long time. We waited a whole year for this, and you going. You gonna, oh, I almost, almost cuss, almost. <laughs> you gonna punk out in the twelve? Throw your hands, fight me, fight me. Come on, bro. No way you think Triple G won that fight. No way. When the score is getting red, 
always say this. If your hand not up, you don't think you want to fight. You don't. If if your hand, if your demeanor is, yeah, yeah, you look sad, you know, you look defeated, your, your arm not raised. If you don't go straight to your corner and stand up on the ropes and you didn't win that fight. Triple G, as the scores getting red, before the, the scores got red, you know, that man looked like he just lost his dog. He looked like he lost the fight. Triple G know he lost that fight. He know he did. That's why he didn't want to give no post-fight interview. That's why he went straight to the locker room. That's his first loss. That's his, you know why this is his first loss? Because it's the first time he fought a real opponent. Cannot let him fought everybody. Kodo, Floyd, Shane. Uh, who else? Who else that man fought? That man in fought Triple G. That man in fought everybody. Canelo been doing this. Canelo ain't back now for nobody. Canelo ain't duck no work. At the weight, middleweight, 147, 154. Canelo for everybody. Come on, man. Sent the mid con to the Lord. Come on, man. No way. No way you think that man won that fight. Triple G ain't fought nobody. That was his biggest test again, and he failed. He failed. You know he did. And if you think it was quote unquote fixed, okay, I can I can see where you get that. It's politics and in the sport. We want to see a trilogy. Let's do it again. That's it's money. Ninety dollars a pop pay per view. Ticket prices through the roof in Vegas. Vegas, Vegas, the venue getting the money. Okay, cool. Let's do it again. But this is not the first time we've seen a trilogy. It's not. Mickey Ward, Gotti, they went at it three times. I was young. I don't know how everybody felt about that. But right now, Canelo won that fight. The first fight was a draw. If, if Triple G won more work, let's do it again. In, let's do it again in May. Sign sign up to contract. Do it again in May. And boom, let's do it. And then move on. If you lose, move on. Go fight some more nobodies for free. On not for free, but you know, on, on HBO on a Saturday night for free. So I can tune in and see it. Because you're not gonna be on pay-per-view. Not gonna be on pay-per-view. Canelo was the pay-per-view cash cow. You you making bread off of that man. This is your biggest payday. Come on, man. Y'all not y'all gonna sit and tell me Canelo ain't win that fight. Canelo ain't won that fight. It was oh Triple G got robbed. No way. First fight, yeah, you can make the argument. Cause okay, I'll say that Triple G could have won the first fight. If if he was gonna make a decision on the first fight outside of a draw, Triple G won that fight. Cool. They was gonna do it again regardless. You know what it was. But Canelo won that fight last night. And if Triple G would have won that fight last night, he wouldn't have fought Canelo again. You know why? He don't want that smoke. He don't want that work. That's really why he upset. He don't want to see Canelo again. He don't. It's too much skill for him. He's not going to sit there in front of you and take those blows. Or he will and eat them. He's not going to sleep like that. He not. You're getting old. When you're mid-30s, about to be on the back nine of your career. That boy Canelo still a young boy, 28 years old. Nothing but time left in front of him. Only one loss. That boy Canelo was the truth. Canelo won that fight. Simple as that. And if you want to argue with me, tuh. You want to debate me? Tuh. You know where to find me on the, on the bird? Power he popped me two eyes, boy. Yeah. Canelo won that fight. Simple as that.
right, ladies and gentlemen, that wraps up the special edition of Electrified. Um, I'm back Thursday, this Thursday, 10.30, normal time, episode four. We're going to talk a little football, um, talk about Floyd and Pacquiao. I also want to talk about the NFL overtime rules. And, uh, yeah, you know, the normal recap, preview of the, the week. So, yep, back Thursday, 10.30. Uh, oh, yeah, we everywhere now, baby. Spotify, hello. We everywhere now. We waiting for that uh, Apple podcast to come through. We need that. <laughs> but, uh, nah, man, we back this Thursday, like I said. And that's all I got for you. Once again, I'm Eric Lyons, and you have just been electrified.